Welcome back to Los Pointies Podcast. Curtis, uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Nice little Friday evening here. Beautiful weather. What's going on? We're having a, a little debate here with Professor G about a number of topics, but uh, he wants us to tell the, the listeners that we still have the, the happy hour going on, right? Yeah, I just hit up uh, for two hot dogs down there. There's a little bit of a crowd, but mm-hmm. uh, went down there. No better deal at Los Al. Okay. Uh, remind us again the deal. You have hot dogs for $2 and beers for $2 from uh, 4 to 6 p.m. Fridays, right? Yeah, Fridays at Rodney's Bar. You have Ooh, to go to yeah. Rodney's Bar for it. You, you got to remember go to- that. I, you- I got uh, a <laughs> little sidetracked one day. You and did. I, I got a regular hot dog. I missed out on the deal, but I've been good ever since. Yeah, all it, all it takes is uh, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how this thing works. But yeah, that'll be fun. And Professor G, keeping on all things tabs. On the grounds, he just told us that the Marfalites yep. work, I think, second local work on the grounds. Yeah, one of the, the better horses from out of state yes. coming to Los Al. Mm-hmm. Going to help us in the in the older division here. He's going to go up against B.H. Lisa's boy and zoom for spuds. And he's a really good horse. I'm, yes. uh, I'm excited to see him here. Me too. Uh, remember seeing him at Redoso. And it, we picked up uh, on him because, obviously, he's half-brother to the late great Munis. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he gets rolling here locally at Los Al and good to have him on the grounds. Yeah, and we got uh, everybody loves when Moonis' family is running. Yes. Everybody's got a soft spot in their hearts for that. And, and it's nice to see people following the quarter horses out of state. So uh, if he comes over here and he'll have a little fan base. Yeah, that'll be fun as we are, we're just what, two weeks away from the kindergarten trials? Yep. Yep, two yeah, we've away. seen some nice two-year-olds so mm-hmm. far. Uh, Mike Robbins has some runners. Uh, Monia Rosa has, has some, some runners. runners. So they're uh, they're in shape, and we'll be excited to see them. Yeah, and the next, you would say the next two weekends, weekend and a half, you're going to see some of the runners that are not the cream of the crop and are not nominated, per se, to the kindergartners, but they're still going to run because they want to get some seasoning into them. And I think this weekend we have some nice ones, um, both Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So... I expect some some another good babies to be unveiled this weekend, and we're gonna take a look at Saturday's card, which will have a nine race program, and we're gonna have one two year old event in race number eight. They'll begin the late double, but nine race on Saturday. First event it's gonna be four and a half conditional claimers there, Phillies and mares three year olds and up, which have never won two races. Field of six, and it is Jewel of California. The real deal? I actually went against her Ooh, in here. I like this. Let me see. Let me hear it. You know, going up against uh, these better horses, jumping all the way up to 5,000. I mean, she did look great first time out, but I thought he was asking uh, a lot of her the whole way around, and I didn't think the field was that much. But, I mean, one by daylight there. But I went with Cuve Cat on the outside there for Felix Gonzalez. Uh, he's got two in here, so I think the one has just entered for the six horse. But this horse has been running against better, and last time out uh, just sat a little bit off the pace there. Uh, was was a little over two lengths behind, but but closed well uh, against better horses. So I'm thinking if uh, Jewel of California and Dress Code Violator uh, can, you know, go uh, ding dong up there on the front end, that Kuvi Cat can sit the trip. Yeah, that's gonna be the six horse there on the outside, four to one. I gave the check mark to the five Jewel of California. Look good locally, and like you said. Uh, was asked, but you know, 52 and three is not not too bad of a clock in here against that type of field. The second horse of my numbers would probably be the two here, Ramona Lover, uh, Chris Russell, Ro- uh, Robert Lucas broke slow last time out. I thought this horse could 
could have been much improved. I'm looking all the way back to that race, three starts back, finished a good second there uh, in a final clock in a 51 and two. The, the eventual winner, Holy Plan, has turned out to to be a decent runner. Has has raced as some, I guess, some top courses here over the over the grounds. Uh, I would probably give the the second choice to to the two, but top three, three in order for me, five, two, six. I do think the six there could be a threat from the outside post uh, for Felix Gonzalez. Okay, I thought the the three Cali Mesa was, was pretty good to use, but the only thing I don't like uh, the horse is jumping up to five thousand yeah. there off the claim, and Elmer doesn't really have uh, very good numbers first time off, so so to do that and jump it up, I. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in this horse, but has been knocking on the door there yeah. in the past couple starts. So, like I said, I, I'm looking for Kuve Cat to sit the trip, but I think uh, I'm also looking for Cali Mesa to get the same thing. Yeah, that's going to be uh, Kelly McData before, who has been riding well. He's been, been riding actually pretty well. Four to one in the morning line on Cali Mesa. I think it's a, an interesting puzzle to begin the night here at Los Alamitos in race one. Race number two, four and a half, uh, maidens, three-year-olds and up. We got a field of six there. Who's going to take the lead? That's going to be the question mark here in this field. Not, not a yeah. ton of early speed, uh, top to bottom. By default, the two uh, downhill run, finishing third, second, third, and second. The last four outings is going to be your Morningland choice. First off, to claim for Chuck Priest. Does, did your dad tell you to go to the bank on this one? No, I asked. I actually asked him about another horse Ooh, tonight. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I thought this horse – uh, look pretty honest. It has been finishing well in the last three starts, but like you said, there's not a whole lot of yeah. speed, and this horse can be kind of forwardly placed there. Uh, I was only a length off of it, uh, and two and a half, uh, two and three outs back. So, you know, uh, he sat close to the pace the past couple times. So I'm hoping if uh, my dad can improve this horse a little, he can get the job done. Yeah, the, he's got, he's going to look tough. Three old uh, Gray Gelding by Creative Cost out of the Swiss Yolder Merit Downhill Diva. The main third is probably going to be the one close friends. A uh, little bit evenly last time out, but that one's against uh, a straight maiden company going 870. Got to fuel the grounds and got used to the surroundings, so maybe second time locally can improve. That's the only horse that I could really make make a case for. The one close friends was going to be 3-1 to one of the morning line for Nick Lowe. And Ulysses Gomez is going to stay aboard. I, I can't really be too too creative in this event. I think it's just between the two and the one. Yeah, I was just going to go ahead and single the two. Yeah. Uh, other than I think if you don't do that, you're going to have to spread uh, yeah. quite a bit. The only other horse I really gave a look to, I, I thought maybe just because this horse ran well uh, four outs back here at Low South is uh, the four alleys gem. Mm -hmm. uh, closed nicely and, and finished third only beating the neck and was lugging out around the turn and rallied late. So, I mean, that's probably going to be my long shot play of the night is the four, but I, I'll probably just uh, single downhill run. Yeah. Jose Puentes, a trainer on the four alleys gym has off to a good start with third reds through two winners from three, uh, three runners. So Marsha Ramirez, who was aboard four stars back is going to be back aboard for alleys gym. That's going to conclude the early double. As we look forward to race number three, four and a half, conditional claimers, three olds and up, which have not won a race in 2018. So one of these runners is going to get a first place check for the first time this year. And we got a field of seven, top to bottom. The morning line is pretty spread out. Uh, I think this is a competitive group. I eventually went to the seven horse run for a run who's coming off of the layoff there for Chuck Priest. Kelly McDade is listed aboard. 
speed on the outside, freshened, class drop. There's a lot of things to like. The main question mark will be the the layoff. But I'm liking the, the speed on this one. I'm liking the outside draw. 5-2 to two on the morning line. We'll probably go off every bit of that just because mm-hmm. there's a lot of options to go here. Yeah, if this horse uh, can bounce back after the little freshening here, it uh, will be uh, extra tough. But I kind of like my dad's horses maybe second time after they come back. And uh, maybe first time here, uh, I think the six is, is pretty pretty quick and can challenge it for the early lead. That's why I give my check mark to him. Uh, I like that Juan Sanchez stayed aboard this horse. Yeah. Uh, you know, I also like the two, but, you know, Sanchez opted to ride this horse, I think, over a Nunez horse, yeah. which is usually his first call guy. So I think Sanchez has a lot more confidence in this dance is mine. So uh, I'm, I'm looking for this horse to do well off the, the class drop. And I was right there the previous two starts at the $4,000 level. So hopefully the, the little drop here helps. And you got to respect the consistency of the six. Fourth, fourth, second, second, yeah. fourth, first. And they've all been pretty decent efforts, uh, you know, apart from uh, from the last one where that one was beating five and a half lengths as the beating favorite. But that was a fast race, 51 and three for that level and other option class. I could definitely see the six winning. As far as my top three, in order of preference, seven, two, six. So I do give a shot to the two. Ferocious, second time off the layoff, Ulysses Gomez, who's uh, in the last month or so has been picking up a lot of thoroughbred mounts, a lot of around the hook mounts. He yeah. he, bench, he started as a thoroughbred rider. Yeah. And then he kind of just focused on more quarter horse the last few years. And now we're starting to see him back uh, around the hook. Yeah, he uh, started riding for James Glenn Jr. and Scott Willoughby a lot more, but uh, he hasn't been riding that many quarter horses, so he's, he's kind of going back to his roots here, yeah. going around the hook, and he's picking up a lot more mounts. Uh, if people think he, he's just a quarter horse rider, you know, he's he's a more than capable thoroughbred rider, and uh, I, that's why I also like the two ferocious. Uh, I think uh, the drop down here and coming off of the 870, uh, this horse has some speed. You know, uh, to be forwardly placed there along the inside, uh, maybe if run, roll, run, and this yeah. dance is mine. I mean, if they make a little mistake, this horse can hold the rail and uh, try and take them wire to wire. Yeah, that's going to be uh, race number three, by the way, on the program listed as happy 50th birthday, Emily. <laughs> Emily, if you're listening to the Las Ponies podcast, hey, if you're not, tell your friends about it. Happy <laughs> birthday. Race four, 870 yards. Here's going to begin the pick six. Uh, we got three-year-olds and up. And... Uh, Went down the, the morning line, and your slight morning line choice is going to be the the yeah the seven horse radio chatter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this is a privately purchased runner because now it shows Felix as owner and trainer. Last race across town of Santa Ada against Maiden twenty thousand dollar claimers. Show speed faded in the stretch, but then again, there's not a ton of speed in this field. But this horse can can yeah. take some of that speed and show it here over the nighttime oval. Might be long gone. I gave the check mark to the seven radio chatter here for Felix Gonzalez. Yeah, I thought this could be also a, a good single to end in your pick for me if you didn't want to single earlier in some of those races. Uh, but this definitely uh, looks to be the speed of the speed and uh, catches a pretty paceless field. Yep. Um, I asked my dad about the the number eight Causeway Ooh, runner. Here we go. Here the, we go. This is the one I asked wait, him wait, about. Wait, wait, wait. And I need to do a rim roll. Drum roll. All right, give us a scoop. And he says it might need one. Oh, that's, okay. what he, that's what he said. Because I asked, I said, this horse uh, ran fourth in a stake. I mean, yeah. albeit it's in New Mexico. I mean, don't you think it's interesting that they debuted, they debuted this horse in a stakes? Right yeah. Right off the bat? 
So that's why I was wondering. I thought, oh man, that means this horse have some early gas yeah, or something go. like that. We, we go eight seventy. We uh -huh. don't even you, you know, go across four. town <laughs> one time. We just go eight seventy. Mm -hmm. But you know, I didn't see a whole lot of three furlong work. So yeah. I don't know if uh, this race was exactly in the plan for it. That's why uh, I like the seven because it doesn't sound like they has that early speed yeah. and uh, looks like he'll be out there on the front end alone. Yeah, but the interesting part, yeah, the eight horse causeway runner. Three to one of the morning line on the outside, Chuck Trees. Kelly McDade listed to ride. Yeah, this horse, they beat it against Stakes Company at Albuquerque. Downs finished fourth in a field of 10. So not too bad. Then came back and remained a special weight as a heavy favorite. 90 cents a dollar, finished third. Then came back and finished seventh. That was back in uh, October. Um, so, yeah, this horse... Uh, He's going to draw the outside. We'll see what he can do locally for the first time. The long shot play of, uh, of the night will probably be the two here for me, Sonic Boy. I thought that was a, a better than looked effort uh, last time. I just draw a line through that effort. I thought this horse had some run past, uh, past the wire. Two starts back, finished third, just beating about a length behind Chromie, who returned to win off of that effort and looked good doing it. But I think this horse with Chris Russell up aboard the first time, I think the two could be a long shot play. Six to one on the morning line will probably get higher just because I think I expect the seven and the eight to take plenty of play. I actually uh, went with the horse right next to it for a good long shot. I thought uh, Heaven in Her Eyes, mm -hmm. uh, first time for uh, Martin Valenzuela and uh, leading rider Juan Sanchez gets aboard. And I, what I liked about this horse, uh, it had some nice three furlong drills. And uh, so I thought uh, this horse would, would be sharp and ready to go here for for the first time at 870, so I'm hoping to catch a price here with this one. It's going to be race number four. No quarter horses, all thoroughbreds here going 870. Race number five, we got four and a half furlongs at the distance, conditional claimers, fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up, which have never won two races. You got a field of six, and uh, the two runners that are going to take most of the play are going to be the two Kelly encounter and the three blazing miss. The two, six to five in the morning line for Chuck Priest. Your dad could have a good night. Yeah. He could. So yeah. those people listening are either going to lo <laughs> love, love me or hate, hate me. you. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Kelly McGett is back aboard on Cali Encounter. Uh, six to five. I think it's a tough field. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't really zero in on, on any of the runners. Uh, the three looks good based on the last two uh, wins with Juan Sanchez, who stays aboard for, for Jesus Nunez. That would probably be my check mark on the three. But – I could see going three, three or four deep here in this field. Yeah, I thought the the horse to beat was the three blazing miss. Uh, if you draw a line through the twos uh, last last effort there, when I just didn't show that customary speed, and they actually uh, claimed it, and the, the claim got voided there. Okay. Yeah, I would like this horse a lot more being drawn inside, but I'm just not sure how this horse is going to come back off of that, and so that's why I like the three blazing miss because. She's just been lights out there on the front end uh, after battling the whole way around last time. Then she won by daylight there, two outs back. So I thought the three was really good here. Uh, if I had to to go with another long shot, I'd probably pick the four, Papa's Lady mm -hmm. for Kelly Castaneda, uh, just because I thought this one was the best out of the of the other ones that could sit a nice trip. I think the five, Yolanda Stone, is, is four to one on the morning line, but I think this horse is probably going to scratch because, I mean, it's a – it's a maiden. It hasn't even won yet. Yeah. It's here for uh, 2,500 non-winners of three lifetime. But I mean, this horse fits, but 
I wouldn't enter this horse uh, in a non-winners <laughs> of uh, three if I'm eligible for a maiden race. Yeah. So this horse is probably going to scratch. That's why I went with the four. Yeah, because the five is first off the claim for 3,500, and they're entering this spot, and it's 2,500. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting choice. We'll see if that one goes through the entry box and see if it actually goes off at post time. That's going to be race number five here on Saturday night. Race number six will begin the late pick four. We got a field of six uh, going post work, 300 yards, made in claimers, made in claimers, 6250. Uh, Warning favorite is going to be the two Tres Cartels, who was the post time favorite last time out, finished third against slightly tougher, $8,000 claimers, so a slight drop in class. But I gave the check mark to the four Crystal here. First up, we'll claim uh, Ricardo Guillen, Donato Gonzalez stays aboard. This one broke pretty well last time out, was bumped at the start. But never really quit uh, be, uh, when finishing just a neck behind fellow rival Sevens Rattler. But, but I'm thinking the fork still has some run. I just don't think we've seen the, the best of this one. And maybe this one can still pop up uh, with a win. Three to one on the morning line. And uh, I think the morning line is good. The post time odds are going to be pretty spread out because you have a lot of runners that, that look pretty similar on paper. I think people will definitely try to beat Trace Cartels here. Yeah. Uh, has had the, the look of a runner in the past that just kind of lets you down. Kind of like uh, Alamoda had been for yeah. us last week. Mm -hmm. But uh, we've been playing this horse for a while now and, and just doesn't seem to have that final kick that it, that it needs to get the job done. So I went with the other uh, Ricardo Guillen. You went with the, with the four Cristel. I went with the, the five sevens Rattler. Mm -hmm. uh, this horse was, was drawn next to Cristel and, and actually was the one that broke in and, and bumped her at the start. But I thought finished out really well. And that's why I thought this one was the top pick. I, but Cristel and Seven Rattler, uh, there's there's not that much separating yeah, these two, top. so uh, you can go with either one. Yeah, Tres Cartels to the one on the morning line. Although you got to give this horse credit, had not been the favorite. The two we're talking about the two had not been the post line favorite until last time out, mm -hmm. and uh, finished third there. The two is going to be uh, first time gelding. Jesus Nunez uh, will be aboard, racing for the first time since April of 2017. The six on the outside, I didn't know what to make of this horse. Uh, be quick, three to one on the morning line. I don't know this horse, we've seen the best of it, but some, I feel like there hasn't been a ton of trouble in a few of those starts, and he's had his chances. Yeah. But I know when I if I throw this horse out, he's probably going to win. Yeah. Uh, being drawn on the outside, I think Ulysses up uh, in the irons, he tends to veer out. And I, I think if this horse does make any mistake at the start, uh, horses like Sevens Rattler and Cristel, you know, they're – they're pretty quick, and I think they're they're going to be better at uh, out finishing that horse on the outside. So, definitely uh, fits in this race. But I think if I was going to go with with uh, a horse that's been a little more underachieving and has a chance to win this, I would go with Trace Cartels. Yeah, that's going to be race number six on Saturday night. Race number seven will begin the late pick three for Saturday evening. We got a field of seven going three hundred yards and. The two horse here, Yashira Vista, is a three-year-old first-time starter, Brazil bred for uh, breeder Mauro Ili Savrowski, owner and, and breeder here. Paul Jones is the trainer. Ayala will be aboard. And that was a very nice drill. 1780 um, on the 14th of April. Broke fast, drifted in, hand right throughout, and just finished strong. If this horse runs back to that drill, will probably win. But it's it's a uh, first-time starter, making his uh, first start as a Three-year-old, so I think it's going to be a little bit tricky there, but no doubt that the two has some talent. 
Yeah, Paul Jones has uh, a lot of ties to, to the Brazilians, and, and they bring uh, what looks to be a runner here. First time out uh, for that work, goes 1780. That's pretty well for, for any horse around here. If, uh, if he breaks and runs like he should, he probably wins here. Uh, I went with the five uh, for Matt Fails, my favorite cartel. Uh, this horse was actually DQ'd uh, out of his maiden win, which is actually in a fraternity trial yeah. uh, for the bad test, but comes back here and gets put back in with maiden. So I think uh, whenever I see that a horse wins and, and gets DQ'd in a race and gets to go back in with maidens, they yeah. usually win uh, next time out. So that's why I went with the five, my favorite cartel. Now my favorite cartel finished third last time out by a length in 1574. Another horse to look for is probably the seven better than ever on the outside, Scott Willoughby, Ulysses Gomez. Just finished second by ahead last time out. I um, thought it was a, a good effort coming off the layoff and not race in September. And that effort was on the 15th of April. So second time off the layoff, draws the outside. Uh, could be a horse to improve as well. Top three in order of preference for me will probably be two, seven, and four. Yeah, I went with the same thing there. Uh, probably uh, if I just had to, I love the, the breeding on the one. Babe can fly. Yeah. Hasn't really uh, – I. I shown enough but has had some excuses in the past three starts but i always like to bet uh horses out of the damn babe on the fly she usually drops some runners there and draws the rail and gets caesar d'alba aboard so maybe as a as a little long shot there along the rail babe can fly yeah that's going to be the one babe can fly from mike castleman and right now you know you we have runners that uh that have uh worked well like the one has worked 1810 on the 17th of March, we mentioned about the workout on the two. Yeah. And even the four, freaky business for Yanni Rodriguez, second time out, was bet pretty well on debut. Yeah. Uh, just under two, five to two. Uh, worked 1230 from the gate on the 6th of March. So one, two, four, even the the, the seven had a good drill uh, beforehand. So there's some runners with definitely of upside in this field. I think it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how the three-year-old debuting Yashira Vista uh, lands here for Paul Jones. Yeah, I probably wouldn't uh, be singling in this race. I'd want to get some a little yeah. bit of coverage here. Because I think you're going to get some decent value in a few of these runners. Uh, you're definitely going to get a good price in the one. And uh, definitely the five or the seven if the two gets over bet. Yeah. All right, race some rate. The late double here. We got a two year olds going 300 yards. We got a few with the racing, racing experience and a few first time starters. Seven nautical. Five to two on the morning line. That's going to be your uh, morning line favorite for Jose Flores. Worked 12:30 on the 12th of April. Veered in, but kind of went under a hand ride and, and won that drill over the sta over the, the, the stable mate that 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 morning. 12:30, the second best of 27 for the morning. And uh, Cruz Mendes will be aboard tonight. Yeah, this horse looked pretty good in both drills. Uh, like you said, just uh, went straight and strong throughout there, and and wasn't ever asked. No. Uh, so, I, you know, 12-4 the first time, then 12-3. The, the second work I, I thought was was really, uh, really good. He won by a length and just wasn't even asked to wrap. But I like the way uh, this horse breaks from the gate. Mm -hmm. uh, besides the six, I thought this was the best breaker in the field just yeah. going uh, by the videos. So that's why I went with the seven on top. Uh, I think a sleeper horse in here uh, is the one, Parsons Rocket, yep. uh, for Chris O'Dell. Uh, you've been talking a lot uh, about how he never – Really asked his babies for a whole lot in the yeah. morning, uh, but I, you know, this horse uh, just broke okay and kind of coasted. You know, same thing was never asked and and put up a nice time at twelve six first time out, and then the same thing uh, just broke okay and, and coasted from the inside and 
and win in a time of 12.5, but this horse is definitely capable of a lot more. Yeah, Parsons Rocket, a two-year-old gilding by Parsons Rock. Look at the damn side. By terrific energy. I think that explains why the horse uh, can't break. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you ever watch thermonuclear energy, mm -hmm. and you tried to... You tried to watch Alessio Naka tried to uh, cash a ticket on yes. that horse, and he—I I don't know how many times that horse just broke nah, slow nah. and would just finish like a freight train. But definitely a characteristic of this family. Yes, uh, and you know they—they she's dropped some good runners, and uh, they definitely can pack a late kick. Let's see if Parkinson's Rocket can rocket out of the gate from the inside post. The other choice that looks good on the morning line is going to be the four Dinastia Inferno. There's a uh, two-year-old. Colt by uh, Walk Through Fire out of Dinastia Toll. So she's on um, uh, Brazil reading there on the damn side. Mm -hmm. Paul Jones is the conditioner. Ayala will be aboard. And um, on the 10th of April, work 1230, was tapped a few times, but I think this horse finished well. Um, he is nominated to the kindergarten, the Golden State, and the $2 million. Uh, so this guy seems to be nominated to all the big ones. Maybe the this guy can develop later on into a good runner. Yeah, this horse is a half to FDD dynasty. So, I mean, right there, you know, he's got the family side. I remember uh, going and seeing him at the equine sale when he was over there. I went for a little too much, but but uh, definitely has the breeding all there. You got the pockets to buy this one. Don't play uh, I, yourself. I, I wish we did. There, there's <laughs> two that I wanted. I uh, thought maybe we could get at the sale, uh -huh. but uh, just went too high, too expensive. So uh, we we went with another horse, but. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about the four, Dynasty Inferno, is the three works. I, I really don't like seeing that. It tells me this horse is kind of green mm -hmm. and, and needs a little bit more time to develop. Uh, but that uh, April 10th drill, that 12-3, I mean, was much improved. This horse was, was focused all the way down through there and, and really kept a task the whole way. But I just don't like seeing the three, uh, the three work tab. Uh, that just tells me maybe this one's going to uh, need a little more time. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, some things we, we, we like to know. Sometimes we like to look in between the lines, and that's one thing that, that we see. Usually these debuters work, uh, debut with two runners, I mean two drills in, 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 in the mornings, and then they, they get to race. But, yeah, interesting to note, this one did have thrill, three drills, but they all have then a little bit better. Yeah, 1290, definitely. 1270, and 1230 in. Well, we have a moment. Let me see. I want to see. Because uh, three runners here were purchased out of the Los Alamigos equine sale. That was uh, two, three, and four. But I want to see. Usually, I, 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 you know, the sale prices of quarter horses are not listed in the creepies. So I like to do some research and uh, and and see how much they went for because sometimes you can it gives you an idea of if they they uh, spend a good amount of money for a quarter horse and that could be a hitting hitting hidden angle when handicapping because if they paid a nice price they they obviously like something about this horse yeah whenever you see uh, horses i would say above i would say above 50,000 for quarter horses that's something to keep yeah, track yeah serious of. like really serious that's uh, usually people really see something in this horse or they're looking at the family, but also the, you know, the confirmation is there mm -hmm. and uh, they usually get into a bidding war or somebody doesn't want to get rid of that horse. Yes. You know, for, for a small amount of money, they, they think their horse has some uh, potential. If it doesn't reach that reserve, then they'll just take the horse back. So uh, definitely uh, keep track of that. I mean, it doesn't get 
anywhere near the prices of thoroughbreds. No. So that's why I say you know the fifty thousand dollar level. I would say you know thirty and under is kind of where you're trying to find some the bargains medium, in there. Yeah. I mean that's still a good chunk of yeah. change. But uh, you're trying to find you know a little diamond in the rough there yeah. for those prices. Usually the if you if you see a three figure horse there, that's usually going to be the, the the top seller in, in that particular sale. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I just looked it up and the four went for 45,000, 45,000 on the Los Alamitos equine sale. You've got that pocket. That's pocket change for you. That's why I have a bunch of parts. <laughs> if I did that, uh, my wife would kill me. Yes. My mom would kill mm -hmm. me. My dad wouldn't mind. Yeah. yeah he, he'd like to have a, you know, a half to FDD dynasty yeah, he in the bar, wouldn't? but uh, he better not charge me training. Yeah. And Chuck Therese, uh, mentioned the other one that sold at the Los Alamitos equine sale, the three always right. Debuted, uh, troubled in that event, but does come out of a fast race. They won 15.55 in that event, and always right, finished uh, well, being in seventh there with some trouble. But they had had a previous drill of 12.50 on the 27th of March, and uh, they purchased this one for 26000 at the Los Alamitos, Los, Los Alamitos Equine Sale. But, yeah, I agree. I liked how the seven broke in the mornings, nautical C, mm -hmm. for uh, Jose Flores. That, that's going to be my check mark. And I also like the uh, Dynastia Inferno. So 7-4 for me, top two here. Yeah. Uh, if you want to take a look at a long shot, I thought Dexter for Jaime Gomez uh, worked pretty well. Uh, just uh, had trouble at the start in both works. Veered in both times. But yeah. I thought this horse leveled off pretty well. And uh, draws the outside here. So uh, there, there could be a good little price there at 8-1. to one. Yeah. Race number nine. Going to close out the car. 330 yards for quarter horses. And allowance, and we got a compact field of five. And this horse, this horse fell off the radar. I, and I always had him as a. I immediately wrote him down as a future star mm -hmm. in my in my notes. And I'm talking about the one Branquino, who I'm going to make my Los Ponies lock of the night. Not the morning line favorite, eight to five on the morning line is Branquino, six to five on the two Doctor Fantastic. But this horse showed tremendous amount of talent in debut. Off slow and should have probably should have probably won that effort and finished second by a neck. Then came back, broke the maiden easily. Came back and handled uh, Lawrence Company pretty nicely. But that was all the way back in June. Has been on the on the on the bench since then. Don't really know what happened. But now uh, this horse draws the inside and the uh, Alba will be aboard. I'm hoping John Cooper uh, could have a, a nice four year old here on the one Brankino. Yeah, the only thing I can guess about this horse is it's kind of like Chowchilla Chickadee when, yeah. uh, when she debuted. Uh, they're really nice runners, but they just weren't paid into anything. Yes. They weren't, uh, so this horse debuting you know, as a three-year-old, uh, maybe this horse just wasn't paid into any derbies. So so he just runs in a couple maiden races, you know, and then he, he breaks it, and then he goes on to race an allowance race. And maybe Cooper said, uh, you know, we'll just save him and you know, put him on the shelf for a while and bring him back. But definitely looks the part. Uh, has run two really strong races. Funny Car was a horse uh, uh, for Chris O'Dell that, that I thought could finish really well. Mm -hmm. Out finished that horse, you know, in the in the three thirty, put up a nice number. Comes back. I like that this horse goes from Tony Guyman to Caesar De Alba. He gets aboard. I also made it my top pick here in the night. Yeah, you know, he's a four year old. I think he could make some noises here in the older division. I really do. If he if he returns to that level and continues developing. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting some big things from the one Brad Kino, but they got to run the race. And uh, the main threat is going to be the two Dr. Fantastic, who's going to be six to five in the morning. Line. And the interesting thing, 
This horse, this horse also finished second uh, last time out by a head and an allowance, no winners of three. But this horse uh, has run against him stakes company there. Qualified to the PC Creature A British Retreaty in 2016, finished fifth in that event. But there's some good run lines there. Two wins and 11 tries. Uh, coming off the layoff as well. Has not raced since the 20th of October. But Eduardo Nicasso has ridden this horse this horse very well. Yeah, definitely the, the main threat here. I thought it was just a two-horse race. Yeah. He's been going against uh, way better horses and has the better numbers on paper. Has, has put up uh, 102, 107 speed figures. So I really thought this horse looked good. You know, it's right there in the money. You know, three seconds in a row here, but only beaten by a little bit. And, and first, four times back, uh, Blue-Eyed Eagle, mm -hmm. uh, the runner from along the rail, the Jesus Nunez runner, uh, we were all on that one night. Uh, he, he was closing in on that one. So I think this horse definitely has some good finish. Uh, I'm, I'm just hoping he's not as good as Brankino coming back, yeah. but uh, does have more experience, and that could play a factor. Yeah, that's going to be that, that's gonna be a fun race to close it out. Only a field of five, but I think the top two definitely have ton of tons of potential. The four could play the upset choice here. Still trying, I think, for James uh, Glenn and, and Ulysses Gomez. Has been consistent throughout. Has always seems to be in the mix of things. Last time out, $25,000 open claimers. Um, didn't get the best of trips and finished fifth. But uh, if you're looking for an upsetter, I think the, the four will be the only choice to really upset the top two. Yeah, just throw out that last race. Uh, just wasn't very characteristic of this horse, who's, who's usually there at the end. Uh, I don't think uh, he's as good to go against and challenge the, the one and two, but definitely is the better horse of the three and the five yeah that's going to be the nine race program on saturday night at los alamitos i like it i think there's some good uh prices throughout the card uh obviously we have some runners to look forward to and some two-year-olds and then some comebackers like Marquino. that's going to be fun we'll see if uh we'll see if people are going to love you or hate you after this because your dad could go <laughs> your dad could almost hit the pick four i think is he? Yeah, he's pretty loaded up front. Yeah, he's he's loaded for races two, three, and four, I think so. so. Uh, but you never know. I mean, he'll just tell you to single everything. <laughs> hey, but he he'll does just tell you to play a one dollar pick four. <laughs> but he does tell you we're not here to lose. We're here to run. Exactly. So. He, he's he's never uh, out there to run second. He he loves to win. He wants to get those pictures. He puts horses in where they can win. Yeah, and uh, the the stats this year has been well. He's been hitting uh, the windboard consistently. Yeah, a lot of pictures down there. He's had his highest uh, percentage in a while. I think he's he's uh, above 20%. That's always a good marker. Yeah, that's going to be fun. All right, that's the show. Anything for the for the post show? Well, one thing I was going to talk about is people always ask why quarter horses, uh, all the money is in the Faturs. Yes, good question. You know, because a lot of people see thoroughbreds and all they think of is Kentucky. Kentucky three-year-olds, yeah. You know, that, that's all it is. So, you know, I just brought up uh, – some of the nominations and, and why uh, the fraternities are worth so much in quarter horse racing, you have to start paying in to the fraternities when your horse is a yearly. Uh -huh. And if you miss uh, any of these payments along the way, there's usually eight, you know, they start off a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, and then they moved up to 200. So it's small little increments, but if you miss one, there's usually only one time you can make uh, a late payment. Yeah. Otherwise your horse isn't eligible. And so that's why any full that you have, you know, it's, it's like the lottery. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to pay him. You got to pay him. Whether you are Corona Cartel out of Mr. Just Perry yes. or, or Buzzword uh -huh. out of a Spanish boot man, yeah. you know, if, if you don't pay in, you then, never know. Then, then you can't run. Yeah. But there's horses 
like Chowchilla Chick Chickadee, who later on in the year pop up and, and they're really good and they look like monsters. And if this horse would have paid into, say, the kindergarten or the Ed Burke, uh, which are the shorter distances at the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. this horse would have been one of the favorites. Yes. But since they didn't take that chance and, and uh, they didn't make those payments, they just have to sit out and, and they don't get to run and until uh, maybe when they, they turn older where you don't have to make those payments up front. Yeah, so that's that's where it comes to play for, for quarter horses. It's all about the, the futurity season. It's all about the two-year-old season. That's why you see, uh, you know, meets across the country where not only Los Alamitos, but you see Oklahoma, Texas, they begin their meets and it's all trials. It's all yep. about the two-year-olds. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's where, where a lot of the nominations come up in. I want to say this year, I think uh, I think nominations are, are going to be up for the kindergarten, if I remember correctly, looking at some of the stats and how it's about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a terrific two-year-old season here at Los Al. Mm -hmm. I think just to begin, the first few month, month and a half of two-year-olds races, the times and the, the quality of two-year-olds, I think it's, it's better than last year. Definitely. I think we've seen more talented runners uh, early on. The, the Philly races have all been close. I think the only real blowouts we've seen have been in, in the in the boy races. Yeah. I and mean, we've seen four two-year-olds on the line in yeah. a couple of these these Philly races. So it's definitely been competitive. Yeah, we've seen uh, some clockings uh, going in the low 1550s uh, for some of these two-year-olds. And last year, I think we, we really saw more in the 1560s. Uh, range so to this year we were starting to get some some two-year-olds uh, up and early here at Los Alamitos. So when are you when are you going to get into the horse ownership game? Say you go to the sale, okay, and you pick out a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. So you got to make these decisions. Yeah, I know. What fraternities are you being going to pay your horse into? Which ones would you <sighs> choose? It's hard to choose them all. We Look, usually pick three. Yeah. Well, I I would probably want to go. In the early one, for sure. Okay. Uh, because you tend to see a lot more development later in the few months. So if you know your horse is looks good early on and you can really tell something's good about it, you want to be in the early ones because you got a lot better chance of not running into one of those monsters that yes. really develops later in the year. So I would probably play it, play it to where I'm for sure uh, qualified to the early ones. Okay. Yeah, we usually go into the Governor's Cup, yeah, PCQHR A uh, Derby, yeah, or a fraternity, and then uh, the two million, yeah. And that's usually because uh, if you do go to the sale and you don't get one of those monsters, uh, a lot of times those horses won't be paid into say the the Ed Burke. Yes. So that's a lot of uh, a thing to remember when you go to these sales is that at the bottom of the page it'll tell you which fraternities they're nominated for. And you're not paying the whole uh, fee along the way, but you're taking over uh, from there the on future, out. The future, yeah. Yeah. So we'll go in there, but I agree. Uh, I like the, the early the early fraternities. I think uh, if you got a quick horse, uh, you definitely don't have to compete with that 400-yard distance. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, there's all those million-dollar races. Yeah, and so you all the money. And, and that's where you want to go. Yeah. So, so it's definitely uh, some decisions to make. It's a poker game. It is. It's. It's. But it's fun having those dreams. I haven't uh, dabbled into horse ownership just yet, but maybe I will. You want to go partners? I, I've been partners uh, a lot. Yeah. It's, it's always fun getting your picture taken. Right. It's, it's the first year I ever owned horses. I bred a horse with 
uh, George Corte, my yeah, buddy. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, out of a thoroughbred mare. Uh -huh. So it was like a $4,000 claimer. Yeah. And we went to the sale and we bought hard hitting. And so he ended up winning the yes. fraternity. Yeah. But winning a $4,000 maiden race was like the same yes. feeling yeah. as winning that fraternity. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah, uh, there's nothing like it. How uh, how many two-year-olds are you in partner this year? Uh, just one. Just one? I had two horses, but uh, up until this week, uh, we, we had two. But Wild Wonder uh, officially sold. Oh. Uh, I found out. Uh, we had to go uh, uh, get papers for them. Ooh, and, so, and so I'm just down to one right oh, now. Walk, My three-year-old is gone. We just have uh, Walk with Jess. Uh, so Walk with Jess, has, has it worked yet? No, hasn't worked yet. Okay. Uh, he's he's taking his time. Uh, I'm I'm kind of getting impatient. But, but <laughs> you got to call up the trainer. I mean, this trainer. I, I ask him. I, was, I say, uh, you know, is my horse going to work this yeah. Saturday? And yeah. he tells me to go chart races. So uh, that's that's the only <laughs> response I get. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, I'm not I'm not feeling it. I think that the trainer's trying to tr starting to evade you. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely uh, doesn't like when I start uh, questioning anything or, or giving him claims <laughs> and stuff like that. He, He'll say, do I come up there to, to your work and tell you how to yeah. do comments? Yeah. And I say, no. He goes, okay, don't tell me how to trade. So, there you go. But no, it's just a, a fun back and forth. Yes. You know, it's great. I, I love being in the, the little partnership we have. And, you know, I just like running horses. Is um, Did uh, did you make some retirement money off of Wild Wonder? What's what's his transaction look I, like? I just found out five days ago. So really? I, I have no clue. Okay. And, uh, you know, they never consult me anyways. I'm just you know a, a minor yeah owner in this and it's like i said this uh this group in orange park acres these ladies uh live around each other they're all friends they make all the decisions i'm just part of it yeah, that's fun that sounds like fun though i expect a big pack check in your name in the yeah. next few next few days so while wonder soft uh soft and sold um so we'll keep tabs on your two-year-old hopefully you'll let us know the next time that one works hopefully it's soon Hopefully it's in. <laughs> what are you paid into? Uh, I think we're in the Gov Cup, uh, PCQHRA Derby, or Fraternity, uh, Sand Derby, and uh, and $2 million. Okay. But uh, I'm not sure. You know, it changes. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm not in the committee. <laughs> so uh, if plans change, yeah, I'm the last to know. But that, that's fine. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So we'll keep tabs on that one. All right. Anything else? I uh, just uh, thought I had a horse for people tomorrow night. Or on Saturday night at Sam Houston at the Ooh. Derby, a horse I've been chasing. Ooh, uh, yes. You probably see it on Twitter. We, me and you talk a lot about, uh, you know, we keep tabs on quarter horse racing across the country. Yeah. We keep tabs on the Remington meet, Sam Houston meet, and now Ridoso is going to kick off just in a few days now. So um, what's uh, what do you like over there? I gave uh, This is an Eagle a chance. This is uh, my big two-year-old from last yeah. year. And uh, he's, he's kind of been burning some money on me because he keeps breaking slow. <laughs> but this horse finishes so strong. If this horse gets out of the gate, he's 10 to 1 morning line. Ooh, give him a look. Not going to not gonna be a 10 to 1 morning line, for sure. We'll not stay at 10 to 1. Yeah, usually uh, people are pretty smart over there no matter what the morning lines are. Uh, they watch the replays. They're pretty sharp handicappers. But I, I can hope and dream for a 10 to 1. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll get that pick threes or pick fours. That's going to be fun. All right. We'll keep tabs on that horse, Sam Houston. I'm looking at the scores in the NBA right now. I know we, we both enjoy watching the NBA games, and it's playoff season. Uh, Rockets already won. Golden State already won, advanced, and Philly already advanced. But now we got some three, three series. We got a game seven scheduled for tomorrow before 
for the Bucks and Celtics. I want the Bucks. I want Giannis to go by. Yep. Yep. I'm right there with you on we that got, one. We got Cavs and Pacers playing game six right now as we speak, and the Pacers are up by 12 points. Yeah? By nine. They're up nine. by nine. Uh, they're up by nine, the Cavs, in the second quarter. Who do you think is going to come out of that series? You know, I think it's going to be the Cavs. Uh, I'm rooting for the Pacers, but they just don't show that, that Killer winning yeah, yeah. tenacity. I think they should have won uh, for a game four. Yes. They should have won that, and they just couldn't close it out down the lane. And then, of course, uh, LeBron, LeBron next game. Yeah. You know, he LeBrons and hits the three uh, to win the game. So uh, I think that might have crushed their spirit. They're playing good right now, but uh, I think LeBron will advance. All right. I'm rooting for the Pacers as as well in that series. Raptors and Wizards, game six going on, and it looks like Raptors are up by four points in the late fourth quarter. What do you think is going to get out of that series? I think the Raptors will get out of the, the first round there, but, I mean, they just don't look. They don't look. Uh, same old uh, yeah. Song and dance yeah. for, the, for the Raptors. People uh, don't, people don't give them enough, enough credit, and it's because they don't look that they don't look like their old self as uh, from regular season to playoffs. Uh, they've been uh, struggling with the Wizards, and um, I think they're gonna sneak on by. But I think it's gonna it's gonna take them it's gonna take everything they have to to get over the Wizards. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing when I watch the Cavs and the Pacers. Uh, I think the Cavs should really be just taking it to the Pacers, and they're struggling. And then the Raptors, the same thing. I think they should be beating up on the Wizards. But, you know, John Wall's playing them tough. Yep. And, uh, I mean, just pushing them every uh, inch they can. I just uh, wish they had a little easier time. That, that tells me that they're they're exerting too much effort yeah. uh, on a team that, that they should already be done with. Yeah, that's going to be uh, in the East. In the West, we still got Thunder and Jazz playing game six uh, later on tonight. I wanted the Thunder to go to win the series, but I think the Jazz are going to get them. I mean, the the Jazz are up three two, so they only got to win one out of the next two. Um, and I don't think I I can't see the Thunder winning two in a row. They were down like twenty something points, yeah. and if it wasn't for Westbrook going crazy, they would have quit at home. So as much as I want the Thunder to go by, I think the Jazz is gonna, the Jazz are going to handle them. Yeah, people are always on you know the two sides of, of Russell Westbrook. And- yeah. You know that he plays so hard. Would you want him on your team? Personally, I would. I would die to have him on my team. I, I would love him on my team. Uh, I want a guy that, that wants to compete, attacks the basket nonstop. Who yeah, cares? he's angry all the time. Yes. He doesn't want to make friends with everybody. Nope. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he doesn't want to go to the club afterwards. Nope. He wears all the goofy stuff. Yes. I'll let that pass as, yeah. long, as long as he's going out there every night. But yeah, they they're just having a hard time with the Jazz. I, I don't think their big three is anything to be scared of. Carmelo and Anthony kind of disappeared. He did not look like the old Carmelo. He does, no. He looks like he aged five years in five yeah. months. Uh, he definitely uh, needs to go to another team. <laughs> hey, you know he's going to pick up that option because he's got an option. Oh, yeah. for like, is how, how much like is this? Like 25, 28 yeah. million? Yeah, it's something ridiculous. He's going to be like, they're yeah, I'm staying. No, for. they're not. I just feel bad for Westbrook. I mean, Paul George is probably going to get out of there. If he's smart, I wouldn't want to go and and uh, be playing with Carmelo. Who, you know, I've always felt no matter where he goes, he doesn't care really no, about yeah, winning. He yeah. just wants the money. Yeah, so you know, kind of a kind of a Dwight Howard guy. <laughs> they're they're just not winners. Uh, I don't think they wanted enough. So having 
having a guy like Westbrook, who you know would kill his mom to to win a championship, probably, and, and Carmelo, who's just Man, uh, you know there to cash checks. Yeah, that's yeah, it. it's a uh, definitely a, a weird dynamic. I really wanted it to work out, but it doesn't look like it's going to work out for them. So we'll see. Yeah, I thought uh, Chris Paul and Harden wouldn't work out. Me neither. Two guys like that that, yeah. that need the ball, but yeah. you know they figured it out and they're playing great. Yeah. But I, I want I want someone to upset the Rockets. I, I, I'm thinking the Jazz could do it uh, at some point. But think uh, I'm 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 surprised by how entertaining the playoffs have been. I thought there were going to be a lot of uh, sweeps, but the, all the series have been uh, some entertaining to watch. So that's going to be fun. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So I want Philly out of the East, uh-huh. and on the West, I don't know. I want some chaos. I want someone new. I don't care. Uh, as long as it's not the the Rockets or Golden State, you know I, I just want to see Golden State because I, I think they're just the best team. So that I always like to see uh, the best teams play each other when when they're legit. Uh huh. So that's uh that's why I want to see Philly advance all the way because I think they're better than the Cavs. And then just to have you know all the you know the Golden State guys were were the young and up and coming guys. Now they they would have to go against the Sixers, young and upcoming guys. I, I think that's a good story and that'd be a, a better matchup than. And then against uh, LeBron and his squad yeah, that was put together late yeah. in the season. I mean, and people feel sorry for LeBron. He's got a good team. Oh, yeah. He's got a good yeah. team. People were like, oh, he's carrying a bunch of guys. I mean, he's got a good, solid team. Yeah, I always liked uh, Clarkson when he was when he was on the Lakers. Yeah. So when he went there, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. But, you know, at least he, he's going to go be somewhere where they're competitive yes. and, and not wasted. That's kind of how uh, when Ariza left the, the Lakers yeah. there. You know, I wish we would have kept him. Uh, instead of Lamar Odom, yeah. but you know they kind of go on and, and, and do uh, better things, become part of better teams. So you know I don't mind that at all. So that's that's a little bit of wrap up on Saturday card at Los Alamitos and a little bit NBA talk and beyond. All right, that was fun. Time to get to work. All right, well we got about fifteen minutes here for race one on Friday night, so we'll be back next week. All right, bye everybody. See you.